0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com. Pashas Vayel, Tufshin, Pei Gimel. The first Shabbos of the year. It's also Shabbos Shuva. In this small parsha of only 30 psukim, in Periglam and Tes, we learn, Vat the Kisrul Chemes and now you should write this Shira. And Rashi explains that this referring to the psukim later in Periglam and Beis, Psukim Aleph to Mem Gimel. Those 43 psukim says the Shulchanar, from here we learn the 630th Mitzvah from the Torah, and that is to write a Sefer Torah. You should write a Sefer Torah. Torah and others wonder, how do we see from here that we should write the Sefer Torah? And the Apostle says, lechem es write this Shira. This Shira consists of 43 Psukim. Where do you see from here that you have to write the whole Sefer Torah? Just write these 43 Psukim. And the Rav himself in Hilda Seva Terah, Parag Zion, tells us, we don't write the Terah parshiyes parshiyes, which means we don't write the Terah chapters. We write the whole thing, or we don't write it. We write, don't write it in parshiyes. And the Terah wonders. He says, what do you mean we don't write the Terah in parshiyes? We have Tefillin. We have mezuzahs. The Terah says to write Tefillin. We don't say we have to write the whole Sefer Terah because we don't write parshiyes parshiyes. We put a mezuzah on our door. We don't say we have to write the whole Torah because we have to write the mezuzah. We don't do parashies, parashies. We write the psukim for the Tefillin. We write the psukim for the mezuzah. And the Torah to me leaves off with the Tzarachim. He doesn't know the answer. He doesn't understand why. The Rosh Hashim of Terebidah, Rav Pam, Satzal. He said an answer why. And he said there's a big difference between these psukim and Tefillin and Mezuzahs. Tefillin and Mezuzahs are meant to put on the door, they're meant to put on our arm and our head. They are enclosed in a case. We do not see what's inside. We are not meant to learn from them. However, this pasuk, we have to be the end of the pasuk. And now you should write this shira, and then the pasuk ends off, the lambda Yisrael, and teach it to B'nai Yisrael. We see a big difference. When it comes to use of psukim, however we're supposed to use them, putting on the doorpost, putting on our arm or our head, we can just write those psukim. But when it comes to teach from those psukim, it's not enough just to write those psukim, parashios, parashios, as the Ramam calls it. We have to write the whole sevetar. Why? What's the difference? So Rappam said over once that somebody once came, a yeshiva once came to Roshach, and they showed him a great idea that they had. Instead of buying all the bachram, a gemara, or the bachram should buy from themselves a gemara, a gemara can have 100, 120 pages in it, 150 pages. Instead, they photocopied a page and they gave each bachar, each student, one page of gemara. And then they would learn that gemara. And when they would finish that page, they would put it into their binder and then they would get another page of gemara. And Rav was very against that. He was very not pleased to hear that. And the yeshiva said, what's the problem? Why should we spend so much money in buying the gemara? We're only going to be doing a few pages. What's the problem with it? And Rav said, if they have one page of gemara, so their biggest aspiration will be is to become a baki, to become an expert in one page of a gemara. But if they get a whole gemara with a 100 pages in it, 120 pages in it, the amount of pages in that Masechta, they will have an aspiration to know the whole Masechta. And with that, they will have an aspiration to know all of Shas, to be a bucky in Shas, he said. In other words, it's important when it comes to learning entire, to have big dreams, to have big aspirations, to try to accomplish a lot. And that's the difference between writing just Parshios, parashios, as the Ramam says, or writing the whole Sefer Torah. When it says, You should write this Torah, because it's the es we are meant to teach it to b'nei Yisrael, therefore, we don't write parashios, parashios, but we have to write the whole Parsha. And that's that saying, you know, they say, reach for the stars, maybe you'll become one. And even if you don't, you won't end up in the mud. In other words, we have to have big aspirations, we have to have big dreams, and to accomplish a lot. So here's the son of Kahanan, lost his entire family in the Holocaust. They were all murdered. And he used to keep a picture of his children in his wallet with him. He made it to Eretz in the middle of the war. At that time, he purchased a piece of property in Zichar what came to be known today as Bnei Brak, on top of a hill and he said, Over here I'm gonna have a yeshiva with five hundred Bakram learning. And this was in the middle of the Holocaust that he did this. His friends didn't even didn't even want to wish him Mazel Tov because they thought he was he was absurd. It was ridiculous what he was doing. In the middle of the Holocaust, you're gonna build the yeshiva for five hundred Bakram, and that's what he did. In fact, he went on to build many mysis aterah, many institutions of learning. He founded them and he kept them going. In order to do that, he had to fundraise. He had to fundraise a lot. One time he was speaking to a person who was soliciting money from. And the person looks at him after hearing all his grandiose ideas. He says, Rabbi, you're dreaming. And if Kahanam said, I may be dreaming, but my eyes are wide open. In other words, I plan on doing what I'm going to do. In fact, it's interesting. He used to say over when he was younger, he went to an eye doctor. And the eye doctor looked at him and said, you've got a problem with your eyes, but don't worry, you'll never need glasses. One of your eyes... Usually is farsighted, your other eye is nearsighted. But what's amazing is, is that they're not working in tandem, they're not working together, which means when one eye is working, the other one is resting. The other eye is working, the other one is resting. So you're never going to need glasses, your eyes will be good. And he used to say over, that's what his eyes are. One eye is for the present, nearsighted, and the other eye is for the future, farsighted. And that's what he always worked on. He always worked on building more and more and more. He had these great aspirations, and look what he accomplished. A person once came over to him and says, Rabbi, I don't understand. You built 14 maestries of Terror. You built 14 institutions of learning. How did you do it? He says, well, did you try to build an institution? He says, I tried hard to build one, and even one I couldn't build. And you built 14. How did you do it? So if kahanaman looked at him and said, I planned on building 70. My goal was to build 70 institutions of learning. So I managed to build 14. Your goal was to build one. And that's where you didn't build any. And that's what we are learning from this parasha. We should have big aspirations, big goals. Even though we say, when it comes to Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, we should take upon ourselves a small Kabbalah, a very small Kabbalah. That's true. It should be ironclad Kabbalah. But when it comes to our aspirations, our dreams, what we hope to accomplish with our lives, it has to be big. Not partials, partials, not chapters, but very, very big, and we can accomplish a lot. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.